Today with Joseph Prince. Good teaching, divine teaching, teaching of the Holy Spirit will give people full assurance of faith. The work of Jesus, one sacrifice for sins forever, we are all forgiven once and for all. Jesus didn't sit down. Today He's seated at the Father's right hand. He didn't sit down because He's God's Son. He's always God's Son. He didn't sit down because of that. He sat down because our sins have been purged once and for all. Amen. Jesus never broke the law. He fulfilled it. We are not under law because He fulfilled it. Not that He broke it. He fulfilled it. Are we together? Are we understanding this? Alright, so we should have no more. So the thing is this, if I come to God and I have sin debt on my conscience, if I know somebody paid for me and, I, and, I, and, and the person finds out I'm still avoiding the, the other person, I'm still acting like there's debt, won't the person feel insulted? Won't the person feel like I have dishonored his generosity? But what if he paid my debt and no one told me? Which is the story of the world. They are avoiding God because in their hearts of hearts, they think God demands holiness, but I cannot perform. Uh, uh, you know, God demands this of me, God demands that of me, and no one here. So I better not think of God or His existence. Why? Because I can't take my conscience. One thing you cannot run away from. You go to the highest mountain, you swim in the deepest ocean, your conscience is with you. That conscience, conscience, that knowing on the inside, it must be met and sprinkled with the blood of Christ so that you don't have debt on your conscience. What if my sins are paid? But the person telling me that my sins are, my debt has been paid, the person came from the, 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 the generous, wealthy man, all right, but he happened to be a clerk, or he happened to be just a, 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 a security man, whatever, at the door, and he doesn't speak well, and he tells me something about paying your debt. He's not clear in his communication. Guess what? Will I still have sin on my conscience? Yes. So again, there are, there are believers who have sin debt on their conscience because the communication from the pulpit has been very bad. It's not clear. And then there are people, I'm sorry to say there are preachers even, who would rather you be sin conscious so that they can tell you to do this, do that, do this, do that, and you will, you will feel good doing it because it eases your conscience. But what you're doing is you're offering date works. You're not bringing to God good works. And there is a difference. Amen. Okay, I gotta bring this to a close. But watch this. I call this chapter the three W's. Okay, how did he do it? Drop down. For then, in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. So notice, no more consciousness of sins in contrast with a reminder of sins. It seems like the church is saying, we should remind people of their sins instead of this, this Joseph Prince teaching people no more consciousness of sins. But actually, I'm on God's side. I am testifying to the perfect work, the completed work of our Lord Jesus Christ that is so glorifies God that one sacrifice for sins for all time avails. So we should have no more conscience of sin. We should not have a Jewish conscience like what they had in the Old Testament. 
Every year they must bring because it's never perfect sacrifice. Therefore, they don't have a perfect conscience. The reason we have a perfect conscience is because, because we have a perfect sacrifice. Drop down to verse 4. It's not possible, all right, for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Okay, next. Then Jesus said, Behold, I've come to do your will, O God. So we have the first W, the three Ws. The first W, God's will. Remember Jesus says, Not everyone that calls me Lord, but he that doeth the will of my Father. What is the will of the Father? We have it here. He takes away the first. Jesus came to do God's will. He takes away the first that he may establish the second. So the first W is the will of God. What is the will of God? To take away the first to establish the second. What is that, Pastor Prince? To take away the Old Testament, which is, if you obey, then I'll bless you. If you disobey, I'll curse you. God wants to take that away. And bring in the second. What's the second? Grace. So the first is the law. The second is the new covenant. Grace. It's God's will, you know. Some people have this idea like, you know, grace is inferior, you know, law is... But actually, God's will is to remove the law. God never wanted that law in the first place. Man asked for it. So Jesus says, Father, I see in your heart, you don't want to deal with people based on, if you obey, I bless you. If you disobey, I'll curse you. I see your heart of love, Father. Always end up, these people end up on the wrong side of the law. I see your heart. Your will is to take away this first covenant to establish the second covenant. Here I am to do your will. To establish grace will cost God the costliest price that He would ever pay. And yet he says, I come to do your will. So the first W is the will of God. All right? By that will, we have been sanctified, set apart, holy. The word holy is from this word, sanctified, through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Do you know you are holy in, the, in, the, in terms of your position before God once and for all? And all the blessings of the holy ones come on you. Holy means I go to your house. There are some things you won't let me see. It is so precious. It is so expensive. You hide it behind lock and key. Your gold bars. You don't want to see how many you collect. So, but you let me see your photo, which I actually I don't want to see. I see you enough already. You know. So. There are things that we hide under lock and key because they are so precious, they are so expensive, they are priceless. Sanctified means you set apart those things. Do you understand? Because you are special, God sets you apart from the world. So when the world is depressed, you are at rest. When the world says, how, how? You say, praise God, I know Him. And He will carry me through. When the world says, crisis, crisis, financial crisis, this crisis, that crisis, we see Christ is in the crisis. Amen. Thank God we have. No wonder one bird to another bird. Hey, all these human beings, how come they, they are so stressed? Look at us. We are happy, we are carefree. 
The other one says, maybe they don't, they don't have a heavenly father that feeds them the way we are fed by him. Behold the birds of the air, Jesus says. They sow not, neither do they reap, yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of better value, more worth than they? Amen? Second W. Every priest stands ministering daily in the Old Testament. They stand, that means their work is not finished, and they minister daily, every day, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, our Lord Jesus, aren't you glad he came as a man? This man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. Ooh. 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 The whole world does not even know this verse because the church itself is not fully established in this verse. In this chapter, the only thing they know is if we sin willfully, there remains no more. There are, there are people who are just famous for snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. They'll find some fault somewhere. And by the way, sinning willfully has got nothing to do with the finished work of Jesus and all of us being established in that work. It's got to do with people who see all this work and they sin willfully by rejecting what Christ did. So don't read yourselves into it. So this is the second W, the work of Jesus. The work of Jesus is one sacrifice for sins forever. That's why he sat down. You know, Jesus didn't sit down. Today he's seated at the Father's right hand. He didn't sit down because he's God's son. He's always God's son. He didn't sit down because of that. He sat down because our sins have been purged once and for all. If you are smart, you'll sit down also. Because when you stand up, he sit down. When you sit down, he goes to work. Amen? His mother's operandi. He, we are seated with Christ, praise God. He works when we rest. All right, let's drop down to the last W. But the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us. The witness of the Holy Spirit. So the first W is the will of God to remove law and bring in grace. Number two, the work of Jesus. One sacrifice for sins forever. We are all forgiven once and for all forever. Amen. And now the third witness, the third one is the, whole, the witness of the Holy Spirit. So do you see the, the, the triune God? I said, do you see the triune God? The will of God, the Father, the work of Jesus, the Son, and now the witness of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit witness, for, first of all, he said, this is the idea of the Greek. The, this is the covenant, the new covenant. All right, I'll make with them after those days, says the Lord, I'll put my laws into their hearts and their minds, I'll write them. By the way, these laws are the royal law of liberty, the royal law of love, the perfect law of liberty, I should say, the royal law of love. All that, all right, the law, the spirit of life, this is the new covenant laws. Then the next verse, after he said that, then he adds, this is the witness of the Holy Spirit, their sins and their lawless deeds. God says, I will remember no more. And no more here is a powerful negation in the Greek. It uses two words for no, different words for no in Greek, and put them together, bringing forth the strongest negation. No way! will I remember your sins again? Now, are we saying we are sinlessly perfect? Again, we are not. When God says, I'm not if we have no sin, what is, the, what is there for God to say? Are you with me now? 
So we are not perfect. Our standing is perfect. Our conscience is perfect. We have no more debt on our conscience. Amen? There are sins in there. So the Holy Spirit says, there are sins. Hey, Mutusami, you are in the death sins. Lin Peng San, you are in that death sins and their lawless deeds, God said. Amen? Richard, in GRC, you are in death sins. There includes us, our sins. God remembers no more. There was a time in the Old Testament under the law, God says, I'll remember your sins to the third and fourth generation and I'll visit your sins because of what Christ did. God says, I'll remember and visit your sins. In other words, the idea is there. I'll remember and visit your sins or punish your sins or visit your sins. No more. No more strong negation. The witness of the Holy Spirit. Isn't there a, be a better person, a more reliable witness that we can have in the court of heaven than the Holy Spirit? Would you rather have an angel witness? How about putting your feelings on the witness stand as a witness? Yeah, today, Sunday, praise God, I feel saved. I feel I'm right with God. I feel I'm near to God. Monday. Boy, I'm lost. I'm as lost as a goose. <laughs> so, can we have a more reliable witness than God the Holy Spirit testifying to us, your sins I remember no more. I mean, would you have, like, rather have an angel, a great man of God? We got God the Holy Spirit now testifying to us in the witness seat. He's unimpeachable. He's, he doesn't fluctuate. And, and in what form does he witness? What better than the scriptures of truth? Would you rather a voice from the sky? I know some of you rather that. But then one, uh, one year from now, you'll start wondering whether you heard voices. Isn't it better to have that witness on the most reliable manuscript there is in the world? Amen. The scriptures of truth. All right, we'll finish with the last few passage. Drop down. Because of that, therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way. Now we have a new and living way. As contrast the Old Testament, the more they come to God because of their sins, they might, they might die. Without the proper preparation, all right? They need to come to God with, with holy fear and trepidation. If they don't prepare right, they drop dead. Uzzah the king went in presumptuously and was stricken with leprosy. He had to run out. So the presence of God was awesome, all right? And God is still awesome, but folks, He's now our Father because the blood has been shed. He loves us. And it's a new and living way. I like the New Living Translation. Uh, by the way, uh, New Living Translation says, He opened a new and life-giving way. In the Old Testament, is an old and dying way. Today is a new and life-giving way. If you are sick, the more you come close to God. Amen. You are receiving life in your very cells, in your muscles, in your bones. Hallelujah. The more you come, the more life is being given to you. It's a new and living way. And you know the word new, go back to it. 
the word new is actually the word, not for the usual word for new in the, in the Greek, is the word freshly slain. An offering that's freshly slain is a new and living way, which means as far as God is concerned, the, the, the death of Jesus just happened just now. That's the spirit you must come to God in. His blood gave you the right to be there. His blood has removed your sins that God looks at you in His Son. Amen? And having a high priest over the house of God. Do you have a high priest? His name is Jesus. Drop down people, come on. Let us draw near. Let us draw near. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Any other teaching that gives you nothing short of full assurance of faith, I'm telling you, is not of God. Good teaching, divine teaching, teaching of the Holy Spirit will give people full assurance of faith. This maybe, maybe you're saved, maybe you're not saved. I had a preacher one time saying this. Well, you know, I can't tell who is saved and who is not. I don't even know. I can say I'm safe. Then get off the pulpit, man. Come on. You are insulting God. These things are written, the Bible says, that you may know you have eternal life. You are the witness of the Holy Spirit. He stands in the witness court of heaven. And you say, I don't believe you. That's what you're saying. Then stop preaching. What are you there for? The money? The salary? Let me finish, okay? <laughs> this one is my own, okay? <laughs> Praise God. So let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. What's an evil conscience? Every time you come to God, that conscience says, ah, you still owe God. You have sinned, you have sinned, you have sinned, you have sinned. Remember what you did yesterday? Remember what you did this morning? You have sinned, you have sinned. That's an evil conscience. You better see the blood of Christ and not what you have done. And folks, if there is a bad habit, when you come to God, it will all be wiped out. Amen? Can I read to you a testimony then close? I have to learn. Alright? So, we'll, we'll continue this. Let me close with this. Pastor Josh Motley from Illinois, United States. I grew up as a pastor's kid and was baptized at eight years old. I knew about Jesus and the Father, but not the Holy Spirit due to the lack of teaching on the subject. From the age of 15 right up to when I was 28, I was involved in heavy drinking, experimenting with different kinds of drugs and taking antidepressants to cope with my life. I got married at the age of 25. After three years, my wife finally told me she couldn't handle my lifestyle choices anymore and was taking our newborn baby girl to live with her mother because I was destroying my own life and the lives around me. I'm sure during this time, his father was praying for him. He came from a pastoral family and I'm sure that his wonderful father was interceding for him. You know, I know what it's like to be a father of a son. And um, sometimes even for Justin, being the son of Joseph Prince, it's not easy. He doesn't know yet. His life is full of Thomas and Bob the Builder and things like that now. <laughs> I pray for my son. He says that my wife couldn't handle my lifestyle choices. He was in drugs and all that. He, she took our newborn baby girl to live with her mother because I was destroying my own life and the lives around me. It was then that I cried out to God for help. Right at that moment, I turned on the television and channel surfed until I heard this man of God telling me that God loves me. I also heard that no matter what I've done, God has forgiven me and will never stop loving me. 
Since that day, I have recorded and watched your Destined to Rain broadcast twice a day for two years. In that time, I'm going to show you how dangerous my teaching is. <laughs> In that time, I stopped drinking. I stopped experimenting with drugs. And I stopped taking antidepressants instantly without any side effects. I also received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and within two weeks began to speak in tongues after watching Pastor Joseph Prince teach on the topic. In 2011, after five years of meditation, study, and focusing only on the message of the finished work of Jesus at the cross, I started a grace-based ministry. I began to introduce the gospel of grace to nursing homes, other churches, as well as have our own service on Saturdays. We are also in the process of uniting churches in the area to come together at a different church building each month to pray together under the finished work of Jesus. My wife saw the change in my life and chose not to leave me. We celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary in July last year, and we now have two beautiful girls aged seven and five. Learning about the gospel of grace through Joseph Prince's ministries, ministry has transformed a depressed, drunk, and drug addict into a healthy pastor who takes the message of grace everywhere. Praise be to Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you, Pastor Prince, for re reviving the gospel of grace. Amen. So, we thank God for this testimony. And there are many, many others. I chose to re read this one today. But friend, that's what a lost world is crying for. They're crying for what you know. Amen? Let's not be like the world. Let's not behave like the world. Let's not be, be, be you know, uh, looking down on people the way the world does. Let us be there to lift up. Let us be friends to them. And let us, most of all, proclaim with word and life the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's not about God is out to get you. God is out to forgive, to bless and to make your life abundant. Amen? Friend, if you are here today and you have never received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, pray this prayer with me right now. It's the greatest and the most important prayer you can ever pray in your life. You're going to invite Jesus Christ to come into your life. You're going to put your trust no longer in your efforts, yourself, but in His finished work. If that is you, wherever you are right now, pray this prayer from your heart. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe that You love me and that you sent Jesus Christ to be my substitute on that tree. All your judgment, your condemnation and punishment against all sins fell upon him for he was bearing my sins. He cried, finished because my sins have all been put away once and for all by that one sacrifice. Thank you, Father, that on the third day, you raised Jesus from the dead. And Jesus Christ is today my Lord, my High Priest, my Savior. Thank you, Father. From this day forth, I will live the abundant life. Bring glory to the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, and all the people said, Amen. Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands. And let's not take this week for granted. Praise the name of our Lord Jesus. This coming week, the Lord bless you with the blessings of Abraham and the blessings of Deuteronomy 28.
the Lord keep you, preserve you, protect you from all dangers, harm and accidents. The Lord keep you and protect you from every infection and from every disease. The Lord heal whatever disease is brewing in your body right now completely and remove it in Jesus' name. The Lord make His face shine on you and be favourable to you. May you walk in the supernatural favour of God all week long, you and your loved ones. And the Lord lift up His countenance on you and your families and grant to you and your families His shalom peace. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. God bless you. Thank you. If you have just prayed the prayer to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we want to welcome you to a new life filled with the goodness and abundant grace of Jesus. To help you begin this journey, we would like to bless you with an ebook titled The One Thing, 31 Day Devotional by Pastor Joseph Prince. Receive daily bite-sized inspirations of the favor, healing, and provision that God has for you. Simply log on to josephprince.org salvation and download your free copy today. Get ready to experience the amazing love of God. If there are things that's happening in your life right now you're not happy with, or you don't see the kind of uh, life that you envision a blessed man should have, change your heart. He wants you to change your life from the inside out. This month, we want to send you this powerful four CD audio series, Change How You See, Change Your Life, for your gift of support. Get ready to receive your breakthrough as you fill your heart with faith pictures from God. We're not saying see it to make it real. We are saying open your eyes to see what is really there. Let God fortizo the eyes of your heart. This is knowledge of Him. And for a gift of $75 or more, you will also get Joseph's latest CD and DVD album, Hazone Vision. Receive God's prophetic vision for your life. God's going to cause you to be full of His vision this year. Not just any vision, the vision that is from God, that prophetic vision. The vision of God transcends time and space. May God open the eyes of your heart, amen, to see what God wants you to see. Your breakthroughs and miracles begin with seeing God's best for you. Position yourself to receive God's Hazon vision for your life. Get these powerful resources for your gift of support to the ministry today. Call us toll free at 877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org right now. Hey, this is Joseph Prince. I hope you've been blessed by what you've just watched. If you've missed any of this week's episodes or want to catch today's program again, you can head over to josephprince.tv where you can enjoy all of this week's episodes and access other free content 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, anytime, anywhere. God bless you and I'll see you again soon. Joseph Prince Ministries is a Section 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible for the amount that exceeds any fair market value of the materials you receive from us.